The Auburn Tigers are headed to Omaha. Let's go! Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Uh, probably your second listen, as this will be the second show that goes up on our podcast feed and YouTube feed today. Special baseball edition as the Auburn Tigers are heading to Omaha and with me to break it all down Auburn Daily's own Andrew Stefaniak man what a what a weekend what an absolute weekend of the eight super regionals that we saw this past weekend Auburn versus Oregon State was by far the most competitive all three games came down to that last inning to that last out and I mean, Auburn just found a way to win two of them uh, in, in extremely dramatic fashion, but the team the the team found a way to to dogpile at the end. Well, let me just say this baseball team, and I've been covering them for a few months now. Uh, I mean, I've fallen in love with these guys, and it's funny because I, I sit and yesterday I was sitting and thinking about this myself. I was thinking, what Auburn teams have I fallen in love with in my years of life? And I thought. You got the 2010 football team, the 2014 football team, the Final Four basketball team, the Auburn baseball team that went to Omaha in 2019. This team's up there for me. Yeah. I mean, as a team, you know, we we talk about this all the time. They were finished. They were picked to finish at the bottom of the SEC West. Right. And they made a great post on the Auburn baseball Twitter yesterday showing those rankings and then showing the dog pile. Right. You know, it's just the fact that this team, all these – transfers were able to go and win go to Corvallis Oregon 2600 miles away from home go to that crowd stay in a hotel an hour and a half away right from the ballpark and then go beat them to head to Omaha I mean you can't even put into words how amazing that is yeah yeah and, and I mean Oregon State's a powerhouse I mean th- not a whole lot of pl- not a whole lot of folks travel across the country to go to Corvallis and and win and, and Auburn found a, a way to do it and just the way they did it with their pitching, I mean, with the exception of Trace Bright and no disrespect, I mean, he's had an incredible season. It just wasn't his night. They got to him early and often, and um, it was almost like it was like a fifty pitch first inning, which is unheard of. It's crazy. So that, um, but outside of that, like the pitching was really, really solid. And for a big chunk of the season, we were so concerned about mm-hmm. Auburn's bullpen, and then yeah. guys like Carson Skipper. Guys like, you know, Armstrong, guys like Tommy Sheehan, they've all found ways to become extremely important pieces of this pitching attack. Yeah, and, um, to, you know, to speak on the Trace Bright start a little bit, yeah. I talked about this in my series preview at, um, at AuburnDaily.com. That Beaver team, they do not chase. And Trace Bright, he as a pitcher... He is conventionally unconventional. Okay. He does not he, – he he throws strikes, and then he throws a lot of balls, and he throws curveballs in the dirt. And, you know, th- this Beaver team, they don't chase. They do not chase. We knew that going in. Mm-hmm. And I, I was hoping that Bright would adjust and, and, and fill up the zone more. And it, you know what? It just wasn't his day. 
he's you know what pat on the back young man get yourself picked back up because you're gonna have a big start coming up here in the next couple days he's gonna be okay he's a great pitcher he's got great stuff it was just a tough day for him and that's gonna happen i mean it's part of playing baseball i've played my whole life i've had enough of those kind of starts to as a pitcher to you know cry about but Uh, um, i'm sure it's tough there's no question about it it. but 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 it was all about surviving right and Mm -hmm. and you saw that in game three with you know, Burkhalter being put in the game earlier than I thought Butch and Tim Hudson would, would put him in. But he was responsible and tasked with getting the last eight outs of the contest, and he did it. He did it, and, and it was incredible. He was dealing um, Monday night, and he got him to Omaha, and, you know, he was in the bottom of the dog pile, which was super fun to scary. see. Yeah, <laughs> and scary. It's And yeah. scary. There's no question about that. But... They make it to the College World Series. What does that mean for this team? Who all do they have the opportunity to face? We'll touch on all that in just a moment. I uh, want to tell you about our friends at Bet Online. If you are feeling good about the Tigers making your run in Omaha and in the College World Series, because they're there, can't stress that enough. Auburn baseball has made the College World Series. Head over to Bet Online, check out all of the odds, and get in on. The action, of course, they had Tennessee as the favorite. If you put your money on them, I really hate it for you. I really, really hate that for you. But, yeah, be sure to check out what the odds for the Tigers are. And, of course, the NBA Finals are happening. The NHL Finals are about to get going. All of that and more at Bet Bet BetOnline, where the game starts. Andrew, the Auburn Tigers in Omaha will be taking on the Ole Miss Rebels they took on Ole Miss in Plainsman Park, lost a series to them 2-1 to one in a series that really didn't have a whole lot of competition. Um, the first game, Ole Miss ran Auburn out of the park. In the second game, Auburn ran Ole Miss out of the park. And in the third game, Ole Miss ran Auburn out of the park. But it's funny, I was talking with Stephen Willis, host of Locked on Ole Miss. We did a crossover bit, and I'll drop that segment later this week. But um, kind of funny because the pitching situation for both of these teams is drastically different. So if you're an Auburn fan and you're like, oh, well, Ole Miss beat us in a series earlier this year, it's not relevant at all because uh, this was before Auburn really figured out what it was doing from a pitching standpoint. And he told me Ole Miss, all three of their weekend starters are different now than they were at that point of the season. So two totally different teams going into Saturday's matchup. And one comment I'll make on that, in baseball, and this is all like basketball, when a team gets hot, it's not somebody you want to run into. Yeah. And this Auburn team is scorching hot, just like it is outside today. And, you know, looking back on that series with Ole Miss, you can, you, you know, Zach and I talked about this before we clicked record, but you can can nitpick the issues. Gonzalez wasn't himself then. He's not the pitcher he is today then. I don't even, I'm pretty sure he didn't even start. I think that was when he was dealing with the blister mm-hmm. on his finger in the yep. Miss series. But he, um, I mean, these two ball clubs, they're different teams. When Auburn, when, when Ole Miss came into Plainsman Park, they were the number one team in the land. Um, so this is a different feel. Now, Ole Miss is hot too. You got to remember, they were the, they were the last team in the field for the NCAA tournament to be able to, go all the way to Omaha. I mean, it's impressive, but that, you know, that's a testament to the sec and you know, so Ole Miss is hot too. Don't, don't overlook Ole Miss. It's going to be a great ball game. Yeah. A great sec West matchup. And it's just going to be a ton of fun on Friday. It, it, it's so up. funny looking at the, the field of eight, the eight teams left 
playing college baseball still. And it's pretty much a snapshot of what Hoover's going to be in like two seasons with, <laughs> with four SEC teams in Oklahoma and Texas. And then Notre Dame and Stanford just came to, to hang out for a bit. But for folks who are unaware, the way Omaha works, the way the College World Series works, is it's essentially two different regionals. Then if you win your regional, you then make the national championship and it's a three-game series. So it's really just like everything you've done in the postseason so far condensed into a week. So regional and then a super regional like two days after the fact. That, that's really what we're looking at here. And of course, all that starts Saturday. And so the winner of Auburn and Ole Miss will play the winner of Arkansas and Stanford. And the losers of those two games will play an elimination game, much like the similar format of a regional. And so obviously winning the first game is extremely crucial. And then much like in a regional setting, if you can win the first two games, the odds of you making the national championship series um, is very, very high. And so how Butch Thompson and his coaching staff will navigate using the pitching staff will be interesting. Do they start things off with Joseph Gonzalez? Um, You don't... I assume they're not going to start with Mason Barnett since he pitched and started game three. Do you start things off with Trace Bright? Hope that he bounces back. Um, a lot of tough decisions for Coach Thompson and Tim Hudson to make. Yeah, and, you know, that's one note I made today, the, the fact that Auburn's at a disadvantage. Um, only two teams had to play on Monday. The rest of these teams had the day off on Monday to rest sure. and get their bullpen right. But one thing about Omaha, there's going to be some names that are – getting some innings for Auburn that you don't hear much when we're talking about Jordan Armstrong, maybe even Brooks Fuller, Carson Swilling, some names, some guys like that. I mean, you got to think about it to win this thing. You got to win. If you win all three, if you come out of the winner's bracket of the first regional, you would win three games and then you'd have to go win a best of three series with whoever won the other side. So, I mean, there's a chance you could end up playing five, six, seven games to have to win this thing. There's pitching some guys are going to have to step up and it's going to be some of those names that I just brought up, which is possible. I mean, you know, these are, these are SEC baseball players just because they don't get a ton of innings. doesn't mean that they're not ready for the big stage, but they're going to have to take a big step forward in Omaha for Auburn to have a good shot to make a deep run. And I think some of these guys have a chance to do that. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. The, the shortest route to winning a national championship is five games. If you go five and oh, if Auburn wins their next five games, they will win the national championship. But it's like that for all eight of those teams there. The odds of that happening are pretty slim. I mean, there's a lot of really good teams here. And so, yeah. um, you know, whoever wins, it's probably playing six or seven. Like, uh, that's, just, that's, just how it, that's just how it goes. Unless somebody just really gets hot and, you know, things break the right way, um, you're probably playing six or seven games. And so that's a lot of pitching, not a lot of rest. And so... That's probably part of the strategy, too, where it's like, okay, do you pitch Joseph Gonzalez as early as possible so then you have access to him again um, sooner than you would if you held him for, like, your second bit of action this, uh, in the College World Series? You know, there, there are so many different approaches to all of this. And Coach Thompson's been big on, and he's been consistent with, you got to win the first game. You've got to win the first game. And to me... I think you go all in on on Ole Miss. And so um, another interesting note, you know, Omaha um, does not reward home run heavy teams. And that's kind of what Arkansas is. And so if Auburn can get in a situation where they're playing Arkansas, they may be able to get some revenge against them. 
Mm-hmm. I agree there. Um, definitely Omaha's a big ballpark, airs heavy. You know, it's hard to hit balls far there, much like it was in, in, in Oregon um, sure. this weekend for Auburn. Um, and I made an interesting note here, and I think this is a big positive for Auburn. Okay. Of the top eight national seeds, only two are still alive. It's A&M, yep. which Auburn beat in the series this year at their place, right? and Stanford. Now, Stanford's a great ball club. But you got to think about it. Tennessee, Oregon State, Virginia Tech, Miami, Oklahoma State, ECU, all got sent packing. Those are six amazing baseball teams that are not in Omaha. Right. And that now that's not to say the teams in Omaha aren't great. I mean, Notre Dame and some of these other teams are really, really good ball clubs. But the fact that you don't have to see Tennessee, you don't have to see Virginia Tech, that's going to help Auburn a lot, a lot, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And I mean, and it took a late run for Ole Miss to kind of get back on track where they were. I know when Auburn played Ole Miss earlier this season, they were the number one team in college baseball. Um, I think it's clear now that they are not the number one team in college baseball, but they're uh they're a team that had to travel a little bit. And, you know, does that does that help you? Um, I don't know. Because Auburn was kind of in the same boat there. So we'll see. We will see. But just uh just an incredible run for this team. An incredible situation they find themselves in. Butch Thompson's ability to continue to elevate the level of this program is extremely, extremely impressive. And so, you know, he's he's getting Auburn to Super Regionals consistently. He's now gotten them to Omaha twice since 2019. And he talked about it after the Auburn Regional. He said, it's national championship or bust. You can't just set your expectations on making it to Omaha. So what does that look like? Well... They can't go 0-2 like they did in 2019. That's the next step that this program has to take is to not get swept in Omaha. That's that's it. And then, you know, if they can win two or three games and find themselves, you know, when there's just four teams left, or heck, if they can make it to the national championship series when there's just two teams, that would be, um, that'd be incredible. That'd be an incredible run for this team. Yeah, and and one thing I'll add um, to Coach Thompson, he made a funny comment. I I got the um, pleasure to meet Coach Thompson the, um, at the series in Lexington. Gosh, he's a good guy. He, he's a classy guy to have leading your program. I really I love like him. Coach Thompson. I love him. And, you know, and, and he made a comment the other day saying, you know, in 2019 it was two in a barbecue and they went home, which I thought was funny. But he's right. And, and Coach Thompson said, and I wrote this in a story at Auburn Daily a few weeks ago, that a lot of these teams, their goal is to make it to Omaha. It, it's it's listed on the walls in their hitting facilities. Yeah. And Coach Thompson is trying to change that viewpoint. He doesn't want the goal to be Omaha. He wants to be the goal for him and his players to be holding up a national championship trophy when that ninth inning is over at the, in the College World Series. He doesn't want to make it. He wants to win the darn thing. And you know what? That's just impressive from a coach. He's setting the standards high, and – as Auburn fans, that's something you got to be excited to see. No question about it. No question about it. Andrew Stefaniak, how can people find everything that you're working on these days, my friend? Well, listen, at Auburn Daily, we're doing a lot of good stuff. A lot of good people over there that work really hard. We are, we do a live blog for every single game, which we will be doing again for the World Series. Right. This guy right here is going to pack his car and head to Omaha. I'm excited. Um, that'll be a good time. Um, it's gonna be a cool experience. But so follow our stuff at auburndaily.com. Lots of good content, lots of in-depth stuff for the World Series coming up. 
lots of player interviews when we get to Omaha. It's going to be lots of good information. So um, come check us out there. We really appreciate it. And um, and then my Twitter, at Andrew Stefaniak. Yep. All of our written work is at AuburnDaily.com. This has been a special edition of Locked on Auburn.